We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to the uncontested post-game podcast named TBD. You have Justin. Tonight I am joined by Jacob. Hello, I'm here. And Kamiar. I'm also here and sad. <laughs> well, let's start with happy news. The Thunder win 123-95 to over the Golden State Warriors. Bang, bang! Become a little uh, Thanksgiving tradition, as it was last year, Golden State's visit to OKC, where they got uh, their butts handed to them 108-91. Hey, that was a game that Melo played good. Well, the only one, maybe. No, wasn't that the game that Melo played and got hurt? And no, that was in, like, March. Oh, shit. Well, that was the one where he played good and, like, took Draymond off the dribble. But, hey, yeah. even a clock, a broke clock is right twice a day. <laughs> this was the game. That was the game. Where Russell and Katie like rub their foreheads together. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's I right. Loved You're it. right. And now they just rubbed chests together because they're friends again. Yeah. No forehead rubbing tonight. Um, it sounds like <laughs> mildly like suggestive and erotic. You want to rub my forehead? That's not. Uh, um, come here, girl. Rub your forehead on me. Sounds pretty normal. <laughs> Rubbing forehead sounds normal to you. I mean, if you're playing sports, yeah. If you're into that kind of thing. Whatever, man. So let's look at some stats. Um, the first one that jumps off the page to me, Paul George, 28 points, uh, nine boards, five assists. He was huge tonight. It seemed like anytime uh, the Thunder needed a big shot, he was there. He had a, a few nice threes. Uh, he played some solid defense, locked up KD a few times. Uh, I thought Paul George had a really nice all-around game. 
totally agree with that. Yeah. It's the shoes. It's the shoes. Those PlayStation kicks, PG man. PG shoes that light up. Do I need a, do I need a tweet zipper mouth emoji before we talk about the shoes? Why would you do that? It's too late. Oh, okay. Just um, <laughs> hey, we're I'm, also just, pod- I'm just in my mom's basement, yeah, man. Podcasting from the mother's basement. Coming live from my mom's basement. Yeah, he's cold literally here. coming live. Dude, that's... <laughs> Uh, so the stat line that has me really excited tonight, though. See, uh, st- <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Steven Adams, uh, 20 points, 11 boards, uh, two blocks, two assists. Uh, pretty monster night for Steven. I at think seven of those 11 boards were on the offensive end, too. At what point do we talk about him for the all star game? Like, Man, it's, it's becoming a legitimate yeah. conversation. The West, if the West wasn't so crowded. He's an yeah. absolute all-star. And Steve Kerr post-game said he was one of the best centers in the league. Yeah, and the problem with getting Adams in the all-star game is the all-star game has moved away from centers. They just have front court, right. back court. That hurts And him. so that includes forwards, and the West is stacked with forwards. Yep. So it makes it very difficult. Makes it tough. But no, I'm the general idea, though, he's playing at an all-star level. Yep. We, we were talking during the game today. He's probably the smartest player on this team just as far as basketball IQ was concerned. He's He just he knows where to be defensively. He knows where to be offensively. He runs the two-man game beautifully. He's just he's a solid, yep. solid player. I think what I love to see tonight is I think the Thunder have a tendency to go to Steven early, and then he kind of trickles off throughout the game. So he may have 10 points in the first quarter, but then that number just keeps going down. The Thunder kept it pretty consistent tonight, and he was feasting on the inside. Kevin, Kavon, Looney couldn't do anything uh, to stop him on the inside. And obviously, you know, Golden State is waiting on Boogie Cousins, but as of right now, Looney's not getting it done. Nope. And Steven Adams, he, tur- he just turned 25 this summer, and like clearly... For the past couple of years, his defensive prowess has been really his calling card as far as getting the defense organized, yep. being the anchor to that defense. But clearly this offseason, they made an emphasis on getting him the ball and taking a step forward on his offensive abilities. And if some somehow, if he's, and he's 25 and they have him under yep. contract for the next like four years, uh, I think it's three or four, but mm-hmm. like if he somehow develops like a mid-range jumper, I mean, he, he's already got like that mid-range push shot. Everyone's but, saying they think he's going to shoot threes before this contract's over. But if he somehow develops a somewhat reliable mid-range jumper, it's yeah. over. Like yeah, so he can pick and pop instead yeah, of roll. That's exactly. Have yep. his have his sister teach him how to shot put. There you go. Oh, he's also uh, he's a really underrated passer. He's got yeah. great feel. We saw that pass to to Schroeder on that cut down the lane. We and we talked about this during the game as well. Whenever they throw the ball to Stevens in the post, he physically imposes almost every center in the league, like minus Boban. So when he catches it down there, if you have everyone else standing at the perimeter, those defenders are turning around and looking in the paint and not looking at their man, which opens up tons of backdoor cuts. And Steven has shown time and time again that he can create plays from that mid post. And so, you know, I I, I think they need to keep reintegrating him and getting him involved kind of like you said Justin more yep. and more as the game goes on he had a fifth no sorry 14 shot attempts tonight 9 of 14 for 20 points like that's that's beautiful that's awesome that's beautiful and the more his offensive game continues to grow uh, with scoring the more he's going to command that attention which opens up the passing game more and like exactly we've seen, he he can do some really nice kind of pocket passes with guys are cutting on the back door when guys start to sink in on Adams 
uh, to double them in the post or prevent them from scoring. If you can get a nice cut to the basket, it opens up so many easy scoring opportunities. Definitely. And we talk a lot about spacing on this team and like having guys that can space the floor. Gravity works both ways. You can pull guys out of the paint and you can pull them in. And if Steven keeps playing like this, he's going to pull people in, which is going to open up lanes and shots on the outside. Yep. And one of the guys that was benefiting uh, from some of that defensive attention on Adams tonight was Jeremy Grant. Jeremy had 14 points and 11 boards. And when you look at really the Thunder's kind of big man stats as a whole compared to the Warriors, the Thunder outscored the Warriors in the paint 66 to 30, which is staggering. Yeah. Uh, And then out-rebounded them 61 to 42. Gosh darn. You're not going to lose many games with that kind of differential. They just bludgeoned them. Yeah. Yeah, like we said, this team's not built for the Warriors is not built for inside game right now with Boogie out. And yep. when he comes back, maybe that helps. Um, we'll see. I think it may take them some time to figure out how to play together. But at least what we saw tonight, um, you know, it's it's a nice blueprint for the Thunder moving forward on how they can really dominate teams in the post. Definitely. And you haven't even gotten to the stat line of probably player of the game. Player of the game, Schroeder. Dennis, God, I, I, I can't hate, roll the R. Our OKC, <laughs> our, our OKC PA guy needs to stop that. Dennis Schroeder. He's, he's also been this. rolling the the R for Abrinas. 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 Alex Abrinas. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Just some, some flavor. Stop. Um, so speaking of Schroeder, he had a thirty-two points on five of six from three. Um, he had a whole host of other stats, but I think those those are the ones that stand out to me. And I think what's great about this is now that Russ is back, he's been back for two games. Um, I think it took Schroeder a little bit. Uh, he was a little rusty in the Kings game trying to get used to coming off the bench again. But what we saw tonight is unbelievable. He was putting up numbers uh, worthy of a, being a starter, but doing it coming off the bench, playing with that second unit, and then closing the game alongside Russ uh, pretty well, I think, any game that the Thunder can get this from Dennis Schroeder where he is coming off the bench, uh, again, you're not going to lose many games where you see this kind of output from Dennis. And his defense on everyone he guarded tonight, especially Clay Thompson, I thought was really good. Yep. He's he's really become a pest on the defensive end. He gets over screens really well, which really allows this team to play the, the style of defense that they want to whenever Schroeder and other guards can get over screens quickly and get back to the ball. Yeah, he was at 32-4-4. and four. He was a plus 21, which is, of course, the highest off the bench. I mean, is, are you really calling him a bench piece at this point? He's a starter that just... He played so, 28 minutes. So he's, a, he's a starter that just, yep. just so happens comes off the bench. And, I mean, a really nice turnaround from what the Kings game was because he was 3-17 yeah. versus the Kings. Yep. And it was, it was just bad. It was rusty. And he comes in this game, shoots 12-19, 5-6 from 3, makes all of his free throws, and just really tries really hard on the defensive end. There were a couple times when he got switched on to KD, God bless him. But I mean, <laughs> he was just cooking the entire game. Yep. And it, it was simple as it was just as simple as getting the switch onto Kevon Looney even though his name was spelled like Kevin. <laughs> taking and him off the dribble. And just taking him off the dribble and getting to the rim. Yeah, so and then the, simple. the threes, I don't know if he took one. He did take one cuz we yelled no and then it yep. went in and we yelled, "Oh, okay." Yep. But he took one off the dribble three. Besides that, his threes were off Russell Westbrook penetration looks. and kick out. Yep. And just catch catch and shoot wide open. If he can and make those. If he can threes, shoot forty yeah. percent on catch and shoot threes, yep. like this team's in good shape. Yep. This team is in good shape. And I don't know where you want to go next with this, Justin, but that seems like a good segue talking about a lot of shrewder minutes because those might keep climbing. 
Wah, wah. Um, so yeah, let's get sad for a minute. Uh, I don't have a sad sounder. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. So the Thunder experienced a few minor hiccups tonight. I never want to play an Oracle again. Yeah, man. The, something's cursed out there. Uh, so early on, the Thunder lose T-Ferg to an ankle. Uh, the new dad. It didn't look that serious. Coming back. It didn't look, well, I mean, comparatively. Yeah, right. Uh, at the time, <laughs> it sucked. Um, but, you know. That, <laughs> yeah, at the time, it sucked. And <laughs> halfway through the fourth quarter, we were like, eh, eh, it's not that be, bad. It's going to be all right. It's a mere flesh wound. Um, so hopefully Ferguson will be able to come back soon. Uh, the next one that happened was Noel's goggles literally attacked him. Uh, he got elbowed in the face, wasn't it? By Schroeder? Was it, yeah, it was Schroeder because yeah. Schroeder went for the layup and he ended up like elbowing him in the face. And you saw the lens actually pop out and scratch his face. Got five stitches. And he came back. Came back and played goggleless. Yep. Uh, like a boss. And then. What if he would have came back with an eye patch? <laughs> Maybe shit. next game. Dude. We can hope. If he comes and plays with an eye patch, I am buying a Nerland's Noel jersey. Yes, absolutely. And a Nerland's Noel eye patch. <laughs> Um, and then the saddest one of all, uh, Hamadou Diallo, his leg more or less exploded. Just got an um, update, a live update about Hamadou Diallo that said any severe lower body injury, which includes broken leg or an ACL tear, have been ruled out by the Warriors team's physicians, according to the Thunder spokesperson. He will be reevaluated tomorrow. So, Holy shit. That's well, some good news. Okay. I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. that doesn't mean PCL tears out of the <laughs> right, but ACLs not, but he uh, didn't, not bad. He didn't Gordon Gordon Hayward himself. Yeah. It, well, it didn't look like anything snapped. Right. That was my thing. But yeah, it, 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 was it the, rolled over weird. It was the recoil and that the concerned bounce. me. It was the yeah, it was yeah. the recoil bounce that Dude, really concerned me. And it was a double whammy because like you saw him, he landed and rolled the ankle, and then somebody rolled up on him, and his like knee turned sideways. And like yeah. he fell on the ground, and yeah. I told you guys because I don't I don't think you guys caught it live because the camera moved to follow the fast break. But I was like, "Yep, dude, Diallo's like like I thought they were just gonna like bring out a, I can't say the f word on the on the podcast, bring out a freaking hacksaw <laughs> and just like saw it off at the thigh, medic it like World War One medic style. Yeah, like <laughs> just like tie a tourniquet around. Is that what you call those things? Yes. Sure. Oh man. Yep. I'm maybe the most intelligent person on this podcast. Um, pump, <laughs> pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Tie a tourniquet around his upper leg. Yeah. Take out a hacksaw or like a rusty axe and just and chop that thing off. I don't have a chopping sounder either. I'd play that. You did a pretty good yeah, one. It was a pretty, <laughs> it was a pretty cool. That sounds like a little more like Ooh, a whip. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to unplug your microphone. Uh, you do that again. But yeah, it's obviously disheartening. I think. Everyone is aware. Hamadou's shown so much promise. I think everyone's excited. Dude, about he had my favorite play of the season tonight, where he swatted Kevin Durant, yes. came yeah. down, and unintentionally threw a beautiful yes. behind-the-back the bounce pass to a cutting PG for a dunk. I choose to believe that was intentional. It was yeah. intentional. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, no matter what the prognosis is, it it likely doesn't look good. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine he'll be back anytime soon. Right. Um, the nice thing that happened in this actual in the game post Diallo injury, OKC was up ninety six to eighty five at the point of his injury. Immediately following it, they went on a twenty to four run. Yeah, so that's that's the kind of thing. It's the same thing they did when Russ got hurt. They responded. They went on a run, and that essentially put the game out of reach. And, and ironically enough, when Russ got hurt, the team looked a little lethargic, and it was yeah, 
Tommy who had back-to-back yeah. steals in that Pelicans game and, and threw down those dunks and Full one was an circle. and one that that kind of re-sparked the team and they came out and and really closed it out for Hamadou tonight. Well, and that's when you saw TLC get a lot more minutes than I think they were originally planning him to. Yeah. And he ended up with 18 minutes, 8 points. He was a plus 10. He was the second uh, highest plus minus on the bench and then he would be probably the sixth plus minus on the team, but he had a pretty decent game. In I mean, he, he played decent offensively. Yeah. I wouldn't say he played good. He played decent. Yeah, it, it's it's he serviceable. Had some mistakes. Yeah, and I think maybe the best thing that he does is get to the rim. He just runs the floor and yep. it gets open for cuts, uh, for for fast break opportunities. His threes are kind of all over the place. Like yep. the first one he took, <laughs> side of the like backboard. hit the side of the backboard, and then the next one he took just right down the pipes. He ended up shooting forty percent from three tonight. But yep. he's not. He, my thing with TLC is that. The past few years, you've had literally no wings besides Paul George, right? And now we're talking about your. You've you've like come yeah. into a litter of wings. With, yeah. With you know, yeah, we get it. Ferguson, like he makes open threes sometimes. Like he's really streaky. He Dude, what happens last year when this team, if this team was missing Dre, Abrinas, and Ferguson, yeah. like who comes in? Kyle yeah. Singler. No, you're probably looking at Raymond Felton. You know, like, TLC couldn't get minutes the first 12 games of the season. And he's an he's a legitimate NBA wing. Yeah, yep. like, that just shows you that the front office went out this summer Let's get with, some the, wings. With, with the intent to get some wings, and they've got some guys, some legitimate NBA players. They have legitimate depth now, where last year, after, like, player eight, like, I know we were happy with what Corey Brewer did as like a stopgap, but Corey Brewer's not that good. Right. He's good at falling down. Josh yep. Houston isn't that good. Yep. You know, yep. like they went out and got like legit wings. Yep. And now they can't stay healthy. It just makes me think of, and it, we're not going to talk about it live on the pod, but it makes me think of what uh, Antonio Daniels said before we started podcasting. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. We got a certain wing that's no longer with the Thunder. We will uh we will keep that to ourselves and not on the podcast. I just want to say I love you, Antonio. Um, so let's assume all these guys are out. Who plays? Who gets minutes uh moving forward? Let's say T Ferg's out for a little bit. I think he'll be back soon. Let's see Diallo's done. Let's say Abrinas continues to have a mystery illness. <laughs> Um, get that guy a damn drip bag and get <laughs> some fluids in Pedialyte. him. Pedialyte and Tamiflu. I don't. I don't <laughs> get it. Like, like it's gone his, to the point where his I'm, parents are anti-vaxxers. That's what's going on here. He's up, not really from up. Spain. He's go. just. Talk, talk, uh, no, yeah. I'm gonna offend Justin with this one. His parents are from Edmund. They're rich white the people worst. who uh, <laughs> who believe in internet blogs and not science, and they're anti-vaxxers. And so he's got a shitty immune system. Like, my thing is with Abrinas, is it's getting to the point where I'm starting to come up with conspiracy theories. Right. I'm like, dude, he's got that Carmelo Anthony sickness. He's actually actually not sick because Nerlens was sick, and right. he was back one game later. This guy, like, oh, he has flu-like symptoms. It does not take that long to get over the flu, especially, like, you're working at team doctors every day, and you're right. resting. The they're best pump- medical care. They're pumping Maybe Nerland's got a flu shot, and Abrinus didn't. <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. Like, they're, they're, taking, they're giving this guy plenty of fluids. They're giving him like Z-Packs. They're giving him all, all sorts of viral medication. He's probably not been eating his chicken and, and like, soup. Literally, it's a like, shame. what was it? Against the Kings or Phoenix? They, they said... It was against the Kings. He's available. Yeah. And then, and then at, at halftime, the half they're like, oh, yeah, he's not coming. He's like, oh, no, no, sick. crap. He didn't play. DMP, tummy ache. 
So it, it's like it's getting to the point where I'm like conspiracy theorying this. I'm like, okay, like is there something else up here? Because it does not take that long to get over some sickness like that when you have like team doctors like that checking in you, checking on you every day. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, even though you said you ruled out Abrinas, I'm gonna say Abrinas probably takes on that role of starting at the two, and then. You're gonna, hope you're, so. you'll probably end up you'll probably end up floating TLC at yep. the two and three a lot, and you'll probably play Raymond Felton a few more minutes Raymond. than you would want to. Hey, every time Kamiar talks about Abrinas um, and his conspiracy theories, hold on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pretty much. I keep losing socks in the dryer. I think the most likely explanation is lizard people are hoarding them so they can assassinate the prime minister of Malaysia. Like. It makes you think that conspiracy theories. It makes you think that Sam Presti is up to something. Like Trade he hasn't bait. played in a while. Yeah, aliens. Exactly. <laughs> like trade. <laughs> like, seriously, is it is it trade bait or is he just like have a really crappy immune system? I think he just has a crappy immune system. He's, he's European. Like, si- he's like sitting up in his hotel. Like, the Europeans, like, <laughs> oh, you want to talk about Europeans and history? They're the ones that killed everybody else with having an immune system because they were so used to cattle their entire lives. He had he, he should have the best immune system out of all of them. But that's just like genetics. Hey, and maybe shit. it's the plague. Europeans didn't do Dude, good with that shut one. Shut up! <laughs> but like, it's like it makes you think there's something up, and they're not going to start. Yeah. They're, gonna, they're not going to play Burton more minutes than Raymond Felton. Yep. There's, Dude, there's Burton's got to be running out of those 45 days. Yeah. yeah. He gets 45 days with, yeah. with the team before his two-way runs out. He's got to be running out of time. This like, is true. Although I think they amended the the 45 days this year. Now it does not include travel days. It oh, just includes good. days Beats. of practice and games. Okay. So he and he played really well in garbage time. So hit, hit a few mid range yep. J's. Yeah, he likes to call his own number. He's a Quite he's a, a thick he's a thick boy. <laughs> I think I think you'll continue to see. We've talked about it already, but Schroeder, he, he's going to get more minutes. He's yeah. already getting a lot, but I think you're going to continue to see him get staggered. Um, so he'll come off the bench, but I think you're going to see him play alongside Russ a lot because uh, when you look at the guys that are left, again, this is with the assumption that Abrinas isn't back. Uh, you know, he he might be your best option to, to put out there alongside Russell. Yeah, and we've we've seen it before the Russ ankle injury. We're seeing it now. He's Russ seems more and more confident playing off ball. Yep. Uh, if you guys read Royce Young's article on ESPN today, they talked about trying to build the offense around not relying so much on Russ. Yeah. And how Russ has been the person to um to buy into that the most. Also, another um. Another update on the uh, the Hamadou Diallo front while we're live podcasting via Shams Sharina from The Athletic. Sharania. Sharania. Get it right. Positive news from Oklahoma City despite gruesome looking injury. Rookie Hamadou Diallo has suffered a left ankle sprain what? per league sources. Oh, my. He has the stretchiest ligaments Dude. possible. Dude. And, and it also they also said that Terrence Ferguson's in a boot. And, and people like that don't follow sports as closely as maybe some of us do a boot. A lot of the times, hell, even a football, like especially in football, a boot is precautionary a yep. lot of the times. Yeah. So like people see a boot, like, Oh man, he's going to be out for a long time. Actually, you know, like it's th- just th- keeping th- it th- safe. Yep. It's just keeping, keeping it safe it from moving. Yeah. And it, it, a lot of times it, they're just putting ice on it and keeping it precautionary. Like, him just walking on it in a boot is a lot better news than being carted to yeah. the locker room. I mean, hell, if you just pay attention to the sidelines, yep. Russ's knees literally have two full bags of ice on them uh, while he's not playing basketball. You know, like, and people look at that and be like, oh my God, like, why is he playing if his knees are bad? It's just precautionary stuff. You're just keeping him healthy. Yep. So, but if that report is true, 
and Diallo does That's only insane. have a sprained ankle. Stretchiest like, ligaments between in the between world. that and the Westbrook ankle. Like those are the two of the most disgusting sprained ankles I've ever seen yeah. in my life. He was stretchered off the floor. Yeah, and you had players were like, "Oh my god." Dude, Dude, if, all I had his head buried in his yeah. jersey. If I rolled my ankle like that, like at pickup, <laughs> and he has before twice. Like you guys, not that <laughs> I've rolled my ankle at pickup, but nothing like what looked like what yeah. Hami did. Well, you're not as flexible as Hami. Like did. you guys would have had to <laughs> not even call the ambulance. I'd have to call a damn morgue. <laughs> one Can time, you come get this body, one please? One time, Jake rolled his ankle, and like he was like, "Oh, I can't play," and somebody called him a pussy. And told me to keep playing. And then that <laughs> night I texted <laughs> him a picture of my ankle. All purple. It's all swollen oh and purple. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I called you a pussy. <laughs> Are we allowed to say pussy on the podcast? Uh, Should I beep those out? We'll find out. Let, I don't know. It's, uh, we'll, it's wait a song. See, we'll wait and see if we get a one-star review. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think it's in context. Yeah. Okay. Context. I'm not a big yeah. fan of cats. Um, <laughs> Long here. So something else I want to talk about tonight is the Thunder defense. Uh, they had 10 steals, which is is good. Um, you know, they, they've been really active on the defensive end. The, the stat that stood out to me tonight, though, is the Warriors shot 7 of 29 from three-point range. Suck it. Um, you know, this is, this is where they get their living. Now, granted, they were shorthanded. There was no Steph, who obviously raises that average. Suck but they did have Clay. Who didn't shoot great, and Kevin Durant uh, also had a bit of an off shooting night. I think it, it's what we've talked about all season. The Thunder not only limiting attempts, uh, but they're doing a pretty good job of defending attempts when the opponents are taking them, and we saw that tonight against the Warriors. Yeah, and I think I mean in Clay, we all knew something was up when he went to the free throw line for his first shots, and he literally just like bricked both free throws. Right. And then the next thing you know, he shoots. He gets he gets them back in the game within three. You know, tied it up at one point. But yeah, I mean, you got to look at who's there. I mean, Dre, they're missing two players because Boogie has never been in the equation. Yep. And Draymond Green does not shoot threes, so nope. you're you're missing Steph. Yep. Yeah. And, you but had- what I think you're really missing here is Draymond Green setting all those illegal screens and that he doesn't passing. get called for. Because I hate Draymond, Draymond Green, but he yep. is a good pass. He's the he one is. that and people don't realize this. And like the casual NBA fans, and I feel weird for saying that, but casual NBA fans don't realize the motor to that Warriors team is Draymond Green. He yep. makes the team function. He's the one almost averaging a triple-double. He out-assists Steph every night. He's the one setting those illegal screens that somehow aren't illegal to all the referees in the NBA. He's the one doing all this stuff. So, like, if you put Steph on the court tonight, I still think OKC wins if they don't have Draymond Green. Yeah. If you put Draymond Green on yeah. the court tonight without Steph, I think they have a much better chance of winning. Definitely. Draymond Green is what makes that team tick defensively, and he's what makes their offense work. You, now you're like putting it in the, hand, in the hands of Quinn Cook and, and Kevin Durant and tell them to go get buckets, and you're staggering KD and and Clay Thompson. It's not going to work. And um, so Justin, you were talking about stats just a second ago, and especially about the defense. Yep. Uh, NBA stats on NBA.com has now updated after tonight's games. Thunder up to 13th in offensive rating at 108.4 points per 100 possessions. Uh, so that's 13th. After holding the Warriors to 95 tonight, the Thunder are now in sole possession of first place in defensive efficiency at 102.6, best in the league. Net rating, the Thunder are up to third, and that at um, at a plus 5.8. Uh, the the g- 
God. So fourth is 5.5, the thunder at 5.8. Fifth is 5.2. Okay, so fifth, fourth, and third are kind of clumped there. To go from third to second in net rating is 5.8 to 7.9. Who is it? You guys got a guess for second in the league in net rating? It can't be Boston because, like, no, although no. they've been really good on the defensive end, I think I think the garbage. two in net rating are, are pretty obvious. Oh, the two in net rating? Yeah, so Oklahoma City's third at 5.8. Second is 7.9. Who is it? Warriors. No. It's who I think is probably the best team in the NBA right oh, now. Oh, Bucks. That, they're number one. Toronto. Mm. Toronto's number two. The Bucks net rating is a 12.3. Holy but crap. that also factors in their 45-point blowout, tonight. <laughs> blowout yeah. of the Warriors tonight. They That's insane. Know. Oklahoma City blew out the Warriors tonight, buddy. Sorry, uh, the the Blazers. Yep. yep, there you go. But, yeah, Thunder, sole possession of defensive rating in the league at 102.6. Great. Telling you. That's without that's without uh, without Dre, and that's factoring in those first four games, those four losses of the season. Just wait till that Bucks team signs Draymond Green this summer. Oh yeah, dude. I don't even. I do not know what the Oklahoma City offense is going to look like if Andre Robertson ends up playing for them again this season. Yeah, is that concerning to anybody? A little bit. I think it's it's going to be weird. Yeah, that's like, for sure. I, I, I think that's it's going to. There's unit. definitely going to be a uh, dude. We've talked about it before. Like, if they can be first in defense without him. Without him and have Ferg spacing the floor like he has been. Ferg, TLC, Diallo. Do you start Dre if he comes back healthy? Trade bait. Like it's it's an interesting yeah. question. One year left on his contract, ten mil with all that money coming in, people might want to get it off the books. It's an interesting. Yep. Interesting. I think it idea. depends how healthy. If he's hundred percent old, Dre. He's one of the best defenders oh, yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. My fear is he's not going to be 100% old Dre. I don't yeah. think he will. And really, nobody comes back from that patellar tendon. Unless you're Rudy Gay somehow because he's right. putting up buckets for yeah. San Antonio. So that's where it gets interesting. Um, looking at the Western Conference standings, just as everyone predicted, in first place, the Memphis Grizzlies at 12-5. and five. Um, Second, the Portland Trailblazers, 12-6. and six. Then the Clippers and the Thunder tied at eleven and six, and then in fifth the Golden State Warriors twelve and seven. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but the top five in the West looks absolutely nothing like I would have drawn it up before yes. the season. Uh, Granted, we have a lot of season left to play, but we're what sure. about twenty percent in now? Yeah, I mean Memphis. <laughs> That's what she said. Shut up! I hate you, <laughs> Memphis. You guys have to think about this. And Jake, by the way, still hasn't called Jim Traber. I'm I'm very upset about it. But anyways, Memphis. Hey Jim. Jimmy, shut up! <laughs> Long time, first time. They have not. <laughs> Can I get my Johnny's charcoal broiler, please? Stop. Memphis has not had Mike Conley and Marcus Saul healthy for the past two seasons, True. and now they're they're operating a totally different style of offense. They're not this grit and grind house with everything anymore. They're like they're fast paced now, and they're playing a totally different time type of offense. And Jaron Jackson's been great, and he's yep. been good, real good. And so Memphis, that makes sense to me. But at the same time, I want to see who they've been playing. Uh, Portland, that's not shocking to me either. They've been playing good defense. Their defensive efficiency is up from the past couple of years. Nurkic gives Steven Nurkic. Adams problems every time, and I don't know why. Yep. The Clippers is surprising. Yep. I mean, OKC should have beat them two well, the, times. 
Yeah, Oklahoma City's one and one against them. They Probably should, should be. They two should and be. Oh. They should be two and zero. Oh. They yep. should be. Uh, you know, twelve and five, just like the Memphis, and then the Warriors. I mean, they're missing Steph and yep. Draymond Green. Yep, and they've lost four straight for the. I think it said on the broadcast the first time in Kerr's and coaching Steve career history. I actually just saw. I don't know if I can find it again. Uh, but it was really interesting. The how many losses do the Warriors have now? Seven. 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 God, that's crazy. Yeah. It it was um, it's under Anthony Slater's. This is great podcasting. Me just <laughs> searching Anthony Slater. Well, it's crazy to see the Warriors at twelve and seven when yeah. a few years ago they were seventy two and nine. Like that's a a heck of a run they're gonna have to go on to match that. Unbelievable. Oh, here it is. Warriors' seventh loss in each season since Steve Kerr. In 2014-15, their seventh loss of the season came on January 27th. In the 15-16 season, their seventh loss came on March 19th. That's insane. Uh, 16-17, their seventh loss came on January 23rd. Last year, their seventh loss came on December 23rd. This year, their seventh loss happened tonight, November 21st. You're welcome. Yep. Injuries so, and Kevin Durant hating the rest of the team. Yep. <laughs> so uh, that's... Uh, that's interesting. That's interesting, but also just the absurdity of not losing your seventh game until hey, late March. And let's talk about it, a milestone, because this is, this is something we skipped over unless yeah. I just blacked out. Uh, Russ got his first triple double of the season. Yay. Party! It's crazy that that's like such a minor footnote now. Yeah. yeah. And the last thing he had to actually had to get were points. points. He had rebounds and assists. So Russ ended with eleven points, eleven boards, thirteen assists. That's like the weirdest Russ triple double ever. To end the game. Very unrust like, and he got the the tenth and eleventh points on kind of a diving layup yeah. late in the fourth quarter. And here's the thing: Russ had eleven points on 5 of 15 shooting, and the Thunder put up 123. They it's don't amazing. need Russ that much, but they still need him. That's that's <laughs> so encouraging to me. Yeah, you know? for sure. That it, it, It's just a sign that they are getting away from that idea that the system is Russ. Yep. You know, and they've got playmakers. They've got P. They've they play got, in Billy they've Donovan Schroeder. basketball now. Yep. yep. It's such a far Time cry. to fire him. <laughs> it's such a far cry from where they were last year. Billy Donovan yeah. basketball. They play in defense, and they move in the ball. It's beautiful. It, it's fun to watch. It's it actually is. like really. I don't get pissed off as much anymore. Yeah, well, th- that's part of it's not having Raymond Felton on the floor as much and or Carmelo. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I do get pissed off every time they pass to Patterson, and he's just yeah. been wildly inconsistent these last few games. Yep, but he's that been means struggling. that means he's just gonna like can the next, you know, like ten threes. Or yeah, something. Like, yep. I, because wasn't that the narrative? When like he came from Toronto, when we yeah. picked him up in free agency, when they, they they said that they the Toronto people because OKC picked him up, and us as OKC you know fans looked at it and we're like okay we don't know so we got on Twitter and we're like yep. hey Toronto fans how do we what do we expect from Patrick Patterson they say you're gonna love him he tries hard on defense he moves the ball a lot he doesn't drive the ball that much but he's just inconsistent there's there are gonna be days that you're gonna love him and there are gonna be days that you're really just not gonna like him that much because he's been missing his threes so that yep. just seems to be on par for yep. patrick patterson it's, it's really frustrating we're in one of those stretches right now but like you said i i think it's more than likely that he'll turn it around um you know he he had been great ever since the switch with jeremy grant uh in coming off the bench 
uh, honestly handled that better than I expected. I think maybe now it's kind of a, a delayed slump, uh, but hopefully it can work through that. Everybody else is kind of clicking right now. So if you get Patterson on board too, to give a little spark off the bench, um, you know, you get excited about where the thunder can go. Definitely. Definitely. And getting a brain back too. You know, and getting from mystery illness. Someone, yeah. someone, donate some Pedialyte to Alex Abrinas, please. Some, donate some plasma, Tamiflu, flu, and Mucinex. Like, like, how are the Thunder doctors like <laughs> literally not pumping this guy? How does he not have an IV just pumped into his nipples right now? <laughs> I don't think that's where that goes. They straight can't. They can. Uh, they can straight into the nipples. You guys ready to get out of here? Let's wrap this up. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, everybody, thanks for I, listening. Up next nipples. for the Thunder. Uh, Hornets and OKC Friday, back-to-back against Denver Saturday. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. We're thankful for you guys for listening to our podcast. Aww. Follow us on Twitter, at The Uncontested. And leave us a review. Five stars, por favor. Adios. Goodbye. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran. Marvelous Marvin Hagler and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.